Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. For 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. The Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So yesterday I was talking about how I have a conflict already on Saturday. My son Drew, who's nine years old, has a basketball game on Saturday night. And we know that the Browns are playing 4.30 on Saturday afternoon, which should change everybody's plans right. on Saturday, but it, it really hasn't. And so the conversation yesterday, what am I going to do? Am I going to listen to the game on headphones? Am I... And my wife, I went home yesterday after work, and I explained this to my wife, and she is not sympathetic in the least. She's like, <laughs> what does well, she say? too bad. You know, that right. he's, he's playing a basketball game, and uh, he's not going to miss the game because you want to watch the Browns. Just watch it on your phone. It'll be fine. Well, and then the biggest tease came in last night of all. We got a, a message from the coach last night. Okay. And it said, good evening, parents. Not sure what happened with it. It was likely my mistake, but our game this Saturday is actually at 6 p.m., not at 5 p.m. Oh, no. <laughs> That's worse, I feel like. That is worse. Yeah, Because I, I might have been home at halftime. Now I'm probably going to watch the first quarter at home. Right. Then have to leave to go to the basketball game. And then who knows? I, I don't even know anymore. I'm so confused. <laughs> and the reason that Paula is not helpful with any of this is because she's working on Saturday. So it would be easy to say, no, you're you taking Drew to yeah. the game. I'm staying home to watch football. Right. What's going on at your house? Like, why is, well, not at your house, but in your family? My mom is shocking me with this game. So I get on Facebook last night before I go to sleep, and I see this Facebook status from my mom. It says, I'm torn about the Browns game. Dot, dot, dot. I'm a CJ Stroud fan. For me, it's going to be a win-win situation. (laughs) I'm like, Mom, are you okay? Do we need to do a wellness check on Jamie? A win-win situation? No. You can be a CJ Stroud fan because, of course, as Ohio State fans, we Mm -hmm. are CJ Stroud fans. But that doesn't mean you want... Him to win over the Browns? Well, I think she, what she's saying, if the Browns... I'm not even going to say the words Browns and... Yeah, we know what you're going to yeah. say. The uh, L word. But I think she's saying that... What is she saying? I don't I even know. <laughs> she's going to be happy for CJ. Yes. I, he, be happy for CJ either way. Because yeah. he his team, in his rookie season, he took the Texans to the playoffs. And uh, I'm sorry, CJ, but... This this is all Sorry. part. Of, it's all part of being a rookie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the you can't be torn on this one. It's a hundred percent Browns all day long. If they do, you know what? And CJ wins the game. You can be happy for them, but to be torn and to like want the Texans to win just as bad as the Browns, I'm like, mom, yeah. we we need an intervention. Your mom's a, a real Ohio State fan. She is. Our, my whole family is, but. It can't be this weekend. We are Browns 100%. See, I don't follow Ohio State, so I don't have the same feelings about C.J. Stroud. But I suppose if I did, I would. that's exactly how I would feel. I'd be like, hey, I'm happy for C.J. He's going to get all this great experience, but I'm sorry. He's going home with a loss on exactly. Saturday. It's not going to be a win-win <laughs> situation if the Browns pull out yeah. the L. I wouldn't be torn. We're all rooting for the Browns over here. <laughs> Cleveland is waking up to the Q Morning Show. Awesome way to wake up. It's Morgan and Bill. So much good music. I love it. On Q104. 
90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. The caffeine is starting to kick in. Let's get into a Hollywood dirt sheet. Morgan's got it right now. Everyone is trying to decipher what Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, and Kaylee Sperry were gossiping about at the Golden Globes. And everyone thinks it was Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet. So there's this viral clip going around of those three girls having an intense gossip session right in the middle of the Golden Globes. And of course, internet sleuths are trying to lip read what Selena is saying and what internet sleuths thought Selena Gomez told Taylor was that he didn't want to take a picture with me. He said no. And then um, Kaylee Sperry says Timothy to which Selena Gomez nods. And, you know, there's been not only just like people on the Internet, but Page Six had um, Jeremy Freeman, who is an expert lip reader. Who knows if that's the truth or not? Um, But he confirmed that that was the conversation. Of course, though, everyone's team is deny, deny, deny. Um, I've watched it a million times and like it adds up. Is (laughs) Is there a history here that I'm not recalling? Between. Yeah, it's kind of like there's two camps where it's like Selena Taylor and then Haley Bieber, um, Kylie and Kendall. But also you have to remember Taylor and Kim had a huge beef. You know, Taylor still isn't a fan of Kanye. And she even recently said that Kim never apologized um, for any of like the snake leaking video. So, yeah, there's there's bad blood for how does, sure. How does Timothy Chalamet fit into all that? Because he's dating Kylie Jenner. So, oh, so okay. what people See, think, I didn't know any of that. Yeah, what people think? Do you not pay attention to any Hollywood well, dirt sheets? There's not. It's not like there's a quiz at the end right, of the month because we I mean, talked about this yesterday. But okay, um, no, there is a long list of of history there, and I mean, I've watched the video a hundred times, and the narrative that is going on is that Selena went up and asked Timothy for a. Picture and he looked at Kylie and looked back at Selena and said no. And I don't know if that's for sure, obviously, but I'll tell you one thing. Kaylee Sperry, she definitely said, Timothy, like you, you, it was clear as day that that's what she said. So they were definitely talking about him. If that was the situation that played out, we don't know. I also don't know who Kaylee Sperry is, but we don't have to. She is married. She's married to Miles Teller. Oh, okay. I know Miles Teller. Yeah. So there we go. The more you know. Thank you, Bill. Uh, Lisa Bonet has officially filed for divorce from Jason Momoa. So this was two years after they announced their split to the world. Um, the former Cosby Show star has filed court docs that list their separation date way back in 2020. According to the papers, she's asking for joint custody of their two children. And neither side is asking for spousal support. So it seems pretty amicable. And Mel B says Spice Girls News is on the way. So Mel B, um, also known as Melanie Brown, also known as Scary Spice, revealed on Today with Hoda and Jenna that the Spice Girls will be releasing some good news in a few weeks. She also teased that it would involve all five members of the iconic group. 100% satisfied. And it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving without saying too much about it. (laughs) So what does that make you I don't think? Know. It makes I don't know. No idea what you just said. It's the, the gift that keeps on giving. A tour. It has oh. to be a tour, right? Okay. Because I mean, what else? Unless it's like new music and a tour. But a tour would be a gift that kept on giving because you know they're going to multiple cities and they haven't ever had a tour with all five of them since they split up because. Posh Spice never wanted to do it. Yeah. And I guess now, maybe now coming off the heels of their uh, documentary, Beckham, which was like one of my favorite documentaries of last year, maybe she wants to get back out there. So you'd be into this? If oh, it, 100%. It, okay. Yeah. Because I, I haven't heard anybody clamoring for the Spice Girls to tour, but... I would I, be there. I have nothing against it. I'm just saying I haven't heard anybody talk about it. I would be there. Uh, anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. Get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. I think it was yesterday we were talking about dry January. Morgan has embraced dry January. But now there is another alcohol-related challenge happening. It's it's kind of like an alternative. A is dry, it the opposite of dry January? No, it's not the opposite. It's a dry January alternative, though. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that next. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104. 
Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. It's Morgan and Bill. So yesterday on the show, we were talking about how Morgan is doing dry January. In fact, not just dry January. She is completely reevaluating her relationship with alcohol and may go dry 2024. I mean, I only have like two drinks a month, like at fancy dinner. So I'm like, why not just stop altogether? I don't really like alcohol at all. (laughs) It's never worth the money to me, honestly. Yeah, she may have the occasional drink here and there, but uh, for the most of we would classify you as dry. Yeah. Now, I was thinking about this because I don't think I could ever do dry January uh, because right now, I mean, I have a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old or 9-year-old now, and they both drive me to drink. Uh, so my anxiety right now won't allow me uh, to stop drinking. Plus, the Browns are in the playoffs. Right, right, right. right. Like, how am I going to get through a Browns game without a beer? You know, or something like that. I mean, it just calms my nerves when there's a Browns game going on. Now, as I say that, I also think, wow, it's, do I have a problem? Does that sound like someone with a problem? Like I, if there's a Browns game on, I need to have a beer? I don't know. That's I, a good question. I know, right? And you I, should try to go through a game without one. And I think that will tell you your answer. Well, I have before, but it's not always fun. <laughs> You know, it's it's the Browns. I mean, they that's what they do to you. Yeah, they, they drive you crazy. Right, for sure. Now, I and I used to uh, even date. I was in a long relationship with a girl who used to say, like, "Why do you always need alcohol to have a good time? Like, whenever we're out, you always need a drink, right, or something like that." And so I, I'm always stopping and and reevaluating. But then I see this TikTok challenge that's out there right now. It's called the one week no booze method. Okay. And this TikToker has popularized this technique. She says that all you have to do is just don't drink alcohol for seven days a month. Okay. And Consecutive? I, and, yeah. And I read that and I'm like, what? That's easy. Seven days a month? I mean, I'm not, I'm, I only drink really on a couple beers on a Friday night, uh-huh. Saturday night, rarely on Sunday, and never rarely during the week. Yeah. Unless it's some really special occasion. So I'm probably only drinking five, six days a month. And this TikTok challenge just wants you to stop drinking for seven days a month? I think the point, though, for you would be on those occasions, like on that Friday night when you're out with all of your friends, under that situation, could you go without? Sure. Okay, then do it. where Where am I, though? Like it's, it's like all if you're about, watching the Browns game on Saturday, out I, at a bar with your friends. Oh, if I'm at a bar, I have to have a, a drink. If I'm at a bar, that's the catch. I feel like. Well, why wouldn't I? I'm at a bar because you're doing the seven day challenge. I wouldn't schedule the seven day challenge <laughs> during a Browns game. Well, I think that that's the issue, right? Or at least that's that's the thing that you would want to overcome. But if you don't want to overcome it, then don't overcome it. <laughs> See, I don't, I don't think it's a problem. Right. I think I'm looking at this incorrectly. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it's not an issue, then you're fine. I mean, uh, if I'm drinking a couple nights a week, that's nothing, right? I mean, if someone, if someone comes up with a TikTok challenge, and this is popular, and it says all we have to do is just stop drinking for one week. Yeah, no, I feel are, like... It's like these are the people with problems, not yeah. me. Well, I feel like I see on my TikTok a lot, like, you know, uh, my TikTok is full of millennial women, you know, my age, uh, either single or getting ready to be married. And I feel like a lot of people do the glass of wine a night to wind down. So maybe it's like... Under those circumstances, okay. seven days without. Like, you never have a, a beer at dinner at home? It, no. Okay. I, unless it's Friday or Saturday. See, David has a non-alc every day. Okay. And he would be, like, the type of person that when he did drink, he would have a beer with dinner every day. But, like, that would be it. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you so go. I, I feel better about myself. Good. I think. You should. I'm glad we have these things to help us reevaluate our lives <laughs> when dry January rolls around. Right. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Q104. 
90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. So Browns in Texas. The first playoffs game is Saturday afternoon at 4.30, and it's going to air on NBC. And that is a problem right now for some Browns fans in the area. Okay, why? And I think some of them are just discovering it this week. Okay. And the reason why is because NBC or locally WKYC Channel 3 is blacked out right now on DirecTV, DirecTV Stream, and AT&T U-verse. So what does that mean? So uh, this company, I guess AT&T or or DirecTV, uh, they are in a carrier dispute with Tegna, which is the the company that owns WKYC, uh, just on a contract. So there's there's a dispute. So right now, DirecTV... The stream, ATT, UVerse are not carrying WKYC. So it's black. If you go to that channel, it'll, it just says we're in a dispute. So you <laughs> really you can't nothing watch airs at all. No, no, nothing. Just a graphic that tells huh. you that, uh, that you cannot watch this channel. Now I have known about this for a while, but it really hasn't affected my life because I, I guess there's nothing I really watch on, on NBC. Plus I have the Peacock app. Right. So th- that's your go to, but it, I'm telling you this now in case you don't realize it, because I have heard from my brother and another friend of mine in the past 24 hours that they don't have the channel for, they don't have NBC for this weekend. So they just discovered it this week. And I don't want you to discover it like an hour before game time. So that is the option to get Peacock? Yeah. I mean, you'd have to sign up for the Peacock app. And um, yeah, I guess that uh, there, there's probably a trial, though. There's got to be also, surely there's another local channel that's going to stream it. Or, no, really? no, it's on, it's on WKYC. Crazy. So, yeah, you can have the Peacock app. Uh, I, I already pay for it, but I, I'm sure there's a trial, and you can, I guess, just remember that you signed up for the trial. Right. Don't forget and, and let the Peacock app expire. I think the Peacock app is really cheap, though, anyways. I think it's one of the cheaper ones. It's five ninety nine a month. Yeah, it's not terrible. And I guess the other options, go to a bar, go yeah. to a friend's house, uh, but just make your alternate plans right now if you have DirecTV or ATTU-verse. Right. Um, yeah, I'm in the process right now of of reevaluating all my apps, everything that I'm streaming right now. Because we have like, what, 10 apps each? I mean, there's Max, there's Peacock, there's Hulu, there's Netflix. It's It's too much. This was supposed to replace cable, and now it feels like cable would be the easier option. With cable, at least anything that you wanted to watch it's was right there. there. Yes. It's right there whenever you turn on your TV. And you, you pretty much figured out where, where you want to go. Yeah. You know, they, whatever it is, the channel guide or whatever it is, you figured out your favorite stations and there it is. It's, it's a, you don't have to think about it. It's guaranteed to be there. Yes. Now you have to jump through all these hoops and obstacles just to find exactly what you want at the most efficient price. Mm-hmm. Like direct TV stream right now. I am paying $134 a month for direct what? TV streams. Really? It, w- it wasn't supposed to be that way. No. But I need it because I, I need to have the Bally's channel and, and only two, only direct TV stream and Fubo carry Bally's. So if you want to watch Cavs games or Guardians games, you have to have that channel. Um, and so I'm paying for that. And the, but also Max is in there too. So okay. I am, I am paying for the Max channel. I think that's what, I think that's like $16 a month. To have Max? Oh, gosh. I really don't know, to be completely honest with you. But I've been looking through this because I have Netflix. I have Prime. I realized that I, I've been paying for Hulu twice. How do you do that? I've been pay- I have direct. I have uh, Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, and Hulu bundled. Okay. And I've also been paying for Hulu oh, separately. Come on, Bill. On Rookie my Apple mistake. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Uh. So I just canceled Hulu just well, the other day. Well, at least you know now that you have that and you canceled it. So it's okay. We're being proactive. $8 a month for I don't know how long I've been paying for Hulu twice. <laughs> It's okay. So reevaluate your apps. Yes, go through, see what you're paying for, see what you don't need, and call it a day. But again, you you have to think about it. 
It's like, can I get YouTube TV? No, I can't get it because they don't carry ballet, so I can't watch Cavs games on YouTube TV. Right. Stuff like that. It's, it's too much thinking. It is way too much. I didn't want to have to do this much thinking later in life. Uh, Cleveland Confessional on the way this morning. Stephanie from Seven Hills is going to join us. Obviously, I can't tell you her confession right now, but... <laughs> Is this as bad as it sounds? Yeah, I, it sounds pretty twisted. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> pretty twisted. We'll find out what Stephanie wants to confess next. It's the Q Morning Show. The Q Morning Show with Morgan and Bill. Step into our confessional. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. So this is something that might be on your mind that you've been thinking about, that you could be feeling guilty about, that you want to come to us and just... Let it out. Yeah, just get con- it off your chest. Just confess. And then we'll discuss it. Yep. Maybe it's not as bad as you think. Stephanie in Seven Hills, good morning. Good morning. I would like to confess. I'm going to pretend to take my kid's puppy back to the shelter because they aren't taking care of it. Okay. Maybe it is as bad as you think. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of feelings right off the bat, but I'll save it. Um, just so we're clear, you're not really taking the dog back? Oh, God. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to keep them molested. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, God, I was going to say, this is going to be such a good convention. You're not really going to take the dog back. You're just threatening them. Okay. No, well, I just want them to learn a lesson about, you know, responsibility. How did you get here? (laughs) Okay. So my kids have been begging for a dog for years. Like literally that's just all that they would talk about. And after years of them begging, I decided to get them a puppy for Christmas. And to say that they were thrilled would be an understatement. Mm -hmm. It was like the most special moment to them. When I brought this puppy in on Christmas morning, there were tears. And I had reservations about this because my kids are really lazy when it comes to doing anything around the house or, you know, chores or taking any kind of responsibility. They're really lazy. And my oldest one is 13 and she really, really wanted the dog. And she was like, I promise I'm going to walk the dog. I'm going to care for the dog. Well, it's been two weeks and she's already complaining about feeding the dog and picking up after the dog. Mm. Only after two weeks. Right. So th- this is your last resort then. This is the your latest idea on how to get the kids more involved in taking care of the dog. Yeah, because every time I remind her, you got to walk the dog. You know, you, you, you got to pick up the, the bombs in the backyard. She just starts complaining about it. And she's the one that was really wanting the dog. I mean, kids don't understand, I think, the responsibility that comes with something like that. Yeah, and I'm just hoping that this will motivate them. I don't know. My husband thinks that it's really mean and I shouldn't be doing it. Where are you threatening to take the puppy? Well, I'm really taking them to my mother's. She's only like 10 minutes up the road and... She said she would keep the dog for the weekend. Oh, okay. okay, so you're telling the kids you're going to take the dog back to the shelter, but really you're just going to leave it at mom's for the weekend? Yeah. Do you think this is mean, or do you think this is a good <laughs> idea to teach them a lesson? Can both be true? <laughs> because, yes, it's I'll mean, it. but I think it also would teach them a lesson. I mean, Bill, you're the one with kids. What would your sons do if you did this with Myrtle? I have learned that threats do not work with my kids. Whenever I, we've made any kind of threat in the past, they will just dig in and Drew will just lock eyes with me and his expression is, I dare you. Well, I mean, in this case, she really would, though, fake it, right? Like the dog would really leave the house and stay somewhere else for three whole days. Yep. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of is that. That meme that goes around every Christmas where it's like, take a wrap up empty boxes and put them under your Christmas tree. And then when your kids act up, throw one of them in the fire. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, my God. They go bananas. I've seen that. Like, I've always wanted to do that, but I've never really had the courage to do it because I do think that that is mean. You don't want to scar your kids. But at the same time, you get frustrated and you're looking. It's like the last resort to get your kids to behave. Do you think faking taking the dog away would scar the kids? Well, the thing is, she's really going to do it. She's I gonna, know. She's not just threatening it's to take the dog away. She's going to take the dog down. and unusual punishment. She's, I know. If you take the dog out of the house for a couple
couple of days. May, I don't know. It's, I got to make it believable. I'd be afraid to do it. 216-474-0104. Stephanie in Seven Hills wants to be the modern day Cruella <laughs> to her children. 216-474-0104. What are your thoughts on the Cleveland Confessional? Q104. It's the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So there's a new puppy at Stephanie's house. Stephanie lives in Seven Hills, and it was her kids that, that wanted one for Christmas, right? Yes. So they've had a new puppy since Christmas Day, and in the week since, Stephanie's had some difficulty getting the kids acclimated to the proper way to care for a puppy. Yeah, and I mean, it's typical, right? When a dog, when a kid wants a dog, I promise, Mom, I'll watch him, I'll take care of him, I'll do everything. And then the dog comes to the house and the kids do nothing. So that's kind of what Stephanie is dealing with. And her solution to teach her kids a lesson is to pretend to take the dog back to the shelter and scar her children for life. But what she really intends on doing is taking the dog down to her mom's house. Yeah, for just a couple for the days. weekend. Just to see how the kids react to that, that the puppy is gone and no longer in the house for a few days. Uh, Chris and Menor on the Cleveland Confessional, do you support what Stephanie wants to do, Chris? I think it just really depends. I can see why it's seen as cruel, but I think you have to go by each individual kid and if it will really work. Like, they don't do their chores, she said. Mm -hmm. So if they don't do their chores, look at why they don't do their chores. So will this actually affect them or will will it just scar them? You know, I think it's an underlying issue between each each kid and, you know, what works for them. All right. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Appreciate you listening this morning. Jen's in Painesville. Jen, good morning. Good morning. What are your thoughts on this? I fully support her. Um, The kids are old enough. They wanted it. She gave it to them. They're old enough to do the chores. They're old enough to go pick up stuff in the backyard, go on simple walks. And hopefully this will either teach them a lesson. It's going to go either two ways. Their kids are going to be like, okay, we really miss it. We really want to do it. Or unfortunately, it's going to be like, okay, maybe we don't want a dog. We're not ready for it. And a lot of places, excuse me, a lot of places will take the animal back. So I think it's a pretty clear clear choice of oh. what's going to happen. So I support her. I could never do that. Though. I could never do it either. Could never oh take my gosh. the puppy back. Uh, Krista's in Akron. Krista, good morning. Good morning. You were feeling a little opposite about the way that uh, the Chris and Jen were going, though, right? I was. Um, I have two thoughts. My first thought is, what if it backfires and the kids are okay without the dog because they realize too big of a responsibility? But then my second thought is, as parents, and I have five kids, um, it's our job to teach our kids responsibility. We purchased the dog. We made this commitment to the dog, and we don't get an option to take it back. So from here on out, this is what this is going to look like. Every day at 4 o'clock when you get home, we are going outside. I'm going with you as the parent because I'm the adult, and we're going to go pick up the dog poop every day at 5 o'clock. We're taking the dog for a walk. There are not exceptions to that because we've made that commitment and we have to follow through. Yeah. Thank you, Krista. Yeah, it takes all the fun out of having a new puppy in the house, <laughs> doesn't it? Kind of, yeah. The, but it is a shock to the system for kids when they realize how much work is involved when you have a new puppy, Yeah, but especially I, a puppy. I feel like I've never met a kid that got a dog and like would be okay with the dog leaving you know like i feel like every kid i've ever met loves their dog right so hopefully that wouldn't happen otherwise stephanie would really be otherwise stephanie (laughs) a bit of a pickle stephanie's mom (laughs) has a new puppy puppy. and then what do you do when you want it's time to go visit grandma's house right like oh, a, by the way. Hey, what is that? <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't what's, it? What's Freckles doing here? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't have the answer either. I mean, like I said, I, I try threats. Most of my threats to my kids are empty threats. Like, I, I couldn't do what Stephanie is doing. Like, I couldn't actually, if it was, a, it's not a, it's never been a dog situation for us, but it, if it was a dog, I don't think I could go through with that. You don't? No. But I did like what Christy was saying about, like, you just have to set the schedule. Just say 4 o'clock, this is what we're doing. My kids do better with that, with the structure. Yeah, maybe try that first, and if it doesn't work, then try grandma's for the weekend. Good luck, Stephanie. Yeah, best of luck to you. Let us know how all that turns out. The Cleveland Confessional on the Q Morning Show. You've got Q104. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Good morning. Let's get into it. All things entertainment. Morgan has a Hollywood dirt sheet. Shanna Mochler is slamming her ex-husband, Travis Barker, saying he did her dirty. Um, So she has branded him as a womanizer and also calling out the Kardashian family for driving a wedge between her and her children. In a preview clip of Wednesday's upcoming podcast episode of Bunny XO, Dumb Blonde podcast, Shanna Mochler opened up about her failed marriage to the Blink-182 drummer. She says, he did me dirty. His drinking is a problem. His womanizing, his addiction um, added that she believed the pair were twin flames. Now, Travis has been sober for eight years, I believe, but I can't remember specifically when they got divorced. Um, But when it comes to the Kardashian family, she said that they are disgusting, that she removed herself so that they couldn't bond with my children over hating me. She sounds very unhappy in her current situation in life. I don't see Travis or Courtney saying anything like this about the mother of their children. Nothing? Okay. Uh, the Golden oh, Bachelor sorry. wedding I- ratings are in. <laughs> the culmination of the first season of The Golden Bachelor proved to be a winner for ABC, with the wedding episode scoring 5.22 million viewers last Thursday night. While the episode that saw Gary Turner and Teresa Nist tie the knot was a win for the network, it did fall short of eclipsing the season finale that aired on November 30th, which brought in 6.1 million. Uh, that was a series high, and making it the most watched episode of any series in the Bachelor franchise since 2021. And Stranger Things Season 5 production is officially underway. The official Stranger Things Twitter account posted a cast picture for the hit Netflix series caption. This is a code red. Stranger Things 5 has officially begun. Uh, The series was about to start production when the Hollywood strikes hit. Uh, With work just getting underway, there's no word on when Season 5, which will serve as the final season in the series, will hit the streamer. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there as well as on the free Odyssey app. You could win some third eye blind tickets. Battle of the Burbs is on the way next. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Let's find out who's playing today. We have Kate in Olmstead Falls, a graduate of North Olmstead High School. Kate, good morning. Good morning. You're going to be taking on Peter in Macedonia, graduate of Cleveland Heights High School. Peter, by any chance, are you doing no mo for Flacco this week? Am I doing no mo for Flacco? Right. Uh, I'm just wishing for a win. Okay. So you're not just letting your beard grow this week for, for Joe Flacco? I don't think so. All right. I was going to say a bunch of us are doing it, but really I think it's only it's me. It's just Bill, at this yeah. Point. I don't think Peter even knew what you were talking about. <laughs> One day I'm going to get a hashtag to catch on. I thought it would be no mo for Flacco, but so far, no good. Good luck, guys, on Battle of the Burbs. All right, Kate, Peter, your name is your buzzer. So if you know the, if you know the answer to the question, say your name. Bill or I will repeat it back to you, and that's your cue to give us the answer, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Question number one. Which fictional city is home to Batman? Kate. Uh, Peter. Kate. Gotham? Gotham is correct. Question number two. You could buy a Barbie in stores starting in what year? Pete. Pete? 
1959. Wow. Nailed it. That is impressive. Yeah, that was impressive. Okay, question number three. How many red stripes are there on the American flag? Pete. Pete? Six. It's not six. Kate, do you have a guess? Thirteen? It's not thirteen. It's seven. So there are six white stripes, seven red stripes to equal thirteen. So we're still tied at one-to-one. Question number four. What is the most common eye color in humans? Kate. Kate? Brown? Brown is correct. Okay, right now, Kate leads two to one. So, Peter, you could tie with this question. Um, Kate, you could win. Question number five. Who was the pretty woman in the 1990 film? Kate. Kate for the win? Vivian? Say that again. Looking for hey. looking for actress name. Actress name. Oh, um, um... Oh, God. I, um... oh, Peter, do you have a guess? Oh, my gosh. I had it before she said it. Um, Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts is right, which means we're tied. And we have to go to this tiebreaker question. Whoever gets this right will win Third Eye Blind tickets. What is the biggest city in the state of Ohio that starts with the letter C? Pete. Pete for the win. Uh, Columbus. Columbus is right. You did it, Peter. Good job. That was a tough one today. We won. We won. We won. Aw. Who's we? Uh, We are on our way to school. My my two daughters, Maddie and Charlotte. Oh, I love that. Yay. Be proud of Dad today, Maddie and Charlotte. He just won Battle of the Burbs. He's going to Third Eye Blind. And he's not shaving for the rest of the week. He's doing no mo for Flacco. (laughs) We'll see. Thanks for listening to Q104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, good morning. So it was around this time yesterday, close to this time, that Morgan was talking about how her husband, David, has been taking off his wedding ring when he goes to the gym. Yes. And putting it in his gym bag and forgetting to put it back on. Correct. Now this, was this an isolated incident, or is this an ongoing thing with him for the past three months? Where he well, take- it happened. I can't remember specifically, but it happened twice uh, this weekend, which sent me over the edge. <laughs> yeah, so he he's just not putting it back on. He's forgetting that he's wearing it. He's not putting it back on, and Morgan doesn't like that. And I don't think she should after only being married for three months. You know, the wedding rings are a, a symbolic, important part of of getting married, especially. At the beginning. Right. So I started my own little social experiment here. I have been married for, how long have you been married? Uh, let me think. 16 years. So it'll be 17 years this year. And I don't think that Paul is going to even notice. That, that you're I, not wearing your wedding ring? Right. So after the show yesterday, I took it off. And I have not worn it. Well, I guess it would be almost 24 hours now. Do you so feel I, naked? No, <laughs> I haven't even, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll glance at it and be like, oh, where's my ring? And then yeah. I was like, oh, I took, I took it off for this social experiment that right. I'm doing. So I am betting that my wife is not going to notice that I'm not wearing my wedding ring, or at least I don't think she's going to, it's going to take her a while to notice. Do you want to make a bet on how long it's going to take her? Yeah, I kind of do. Okay. What do you think? You go, I mean, you know your wife, so I'm going to say, uh, two weeks. Two weeks two from weeks? today. Oh, okay. What's that day? That would be... Well, you made it sound like she wouldn't care, even if you did see that it wasn't okay. up. Let's bet on. Let's bet on if she's going to notice. Okay, yeah, she'll notice. I'll give that one a week. Okay, you say she's going to notice in a week. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say... I'm going to say three weeks. Three weeks. I don't think she's even going to notice. Now, yesterday, in her defense, we didn't see each other that much yesterday. We had... Uh, different schedules, so I only saw her really for a couple hours. So I, I, she wasn't looking at my hand, and and I'm sure she didn't notice. Right. Now, that's a, two different things, though. Will she notice and not bring it up? Because that might be a problem. Yeah, I feel like she would definitely bring it up if she noticed. Okay. All right. So let's <laughs> let's give her Put the benefit. In, of, yeah. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt, and uh, we'll say that she'll she'll say she'll say something if she notices that I'm not wearing the ring. 
I feel like even if it's like one time she sees that you're not wearing it and she doesn't say anything, if it becomes a pattern of behavior, eventually she'll say something like, are you doing this on purpose? Maybe. Okay. All right. So I say three weeks, Morgan says one week. Well, I did say two, and you made me feel like I was a crazy person for no, saying that long. I don't think you're crazy. Okay. I want to go back to my original guess. <laughs> this is your bet. I'm going to say two weeks then. All right. This is your bet. Okay. So you bet whatever you're comfortable betting. Okay. I want to say two weeks. Now, if anybody knows my wife, don't give her the heads up on this. Yeah. Like if you're listening right now and you have my wife's cell phone cell phone number, don't text her and let her know that I'm doing this. Keep it on the DL, please. Yeah. Don't ruin this social experiment. Um, speaking of my lovely wife, man, (laughs) are you going to throw her under the bus? No, I'm not. This is something that I've never seen before in person. My wife received an offer that I don't think she's going to be able to refuse. And it happened this past weekend. I'll tell you what happened next. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to the Q morning show. Q104. Just announced yesterday, Third Eye Blind is going to be at Blossom this summer. We'll have tickets for you again tomorrow morning during Battle of the Burbs at 7.50. This is Q104 Cleveland. We are Morgan and Bill. Have you ever heard of anything like this happening? So over the weekend, Sunday afternoon, uh, Paula and I are in North Royalton because my son Drew has a couple of basketball games there. So we're sitting in the stands watching the game. And you really never know who people are, you know, because we're we're in North Royalton, but there's a bunch of teams there. So there's teams from Avon and teams from Lakewood and, and so on and so forth. So we're sitting in the stands and Paula is sitting next to a woman. And the woman says, excuse me, I'm sorry, I don't mean to bother you, but is that your bag? And sitting next to Paula is her Louis Vuitton bag. Mm-hmm. And Paula says, yes, that's my bag. The woman says... Would you be interested in selling that to me? Oh. So what Paula has, it's a 2001. I asked her this, by the way. (laughs) You were very curious. Yeah. She has a 2001 petite bucket bag. Okay. And again, Louis Vuitton, it was a gift when she graduated from college, because that was the year that she graduated from Baldwin Wallace in 2001. And... It's not her only bag. She has many bags, but that bag's in the rotation, and she happened to have it Sunday. And so this woman explained that she has the exact same bag, except hers is very worn, and she's looking to upgrade, but she really can't afford a new Louis Vuitton bag. She wants to buy used, and you can do that online, apparently. Yes, you can. Plenty of websites that sell them, but she is wary of buying a bag online, online sure. one that she can't actually see. Authenticate. She's like, yeah, she's like, I would buy that bag off you. Did so, she say how much? Well, so Paula gets her phone number, and they have been texting back and forth, and Paula's been looking online and, and trying to get an idea of what she would sell it for. Uh-huh. And the woman has been, I guess, doing the same thing. I think the last time that I heard... They had it to around $650. Wow. And I think this woman would pay it. I think she would pay $650 for the bag. And Paul is thinking about doing it. I mean, is she emotionally invested in the bag? Sort of, because it is a gift. And she doesn't want to offend the person that gave it to her by selling the bag. But then again, she's had it since 2001. Right. And it's $650. I mean... Where else are you going to get the value on this purse again? Right. You know, if you, if you keep waiting, I, I guess it would only go down in price. How often does she use the purse? Like I said, it's in the rotation. So I would say not often. I would say only on, and only on special occasions. Not that a basketball game is a special occasion, but for, for whatever reason, she had it over the weekend. So $650 on the table right now. She's considering it. She's thinking about it. Have you ever heard of anything like that? No. Like a complete stranger just asking you to to buy something off right. of you. Right. No, I mean, maybe it's more so with luxury items. I just buy all my stuff on Amazon. So it's like nobody's getting a deal if they're going to be buying something off of me because you could probably get it on Amazon. But a Louis Vuitton bag, I mean, 
if it's the real deal and she wants to buy one, then I can definitely understand why somebody would. 216-474-0104. If you've ever gone up to a complete stranger and asked to buy something off them, or if somebody has done it to you, like what other items besides a purse, like maybe one of those Stanley cups? Yeah. Like, I mean, in today's day and age, everybody wants the Stanley Cups. You thinking about selling one of those Stanley Cups? I don't know. What else would there be? What, <laughs> I, I feel like a think. purse would be the easiest thing to buy off of someone because you can't be like, hey, can I buy your shoes? Because then how is somebody going to get, <laughs> they're just going to walk around with no shoes? <laughs> no, but you've given me a great idea for how funny would this game be? And the, the company would have to get behind it, though. We play the game called... Can we buy your shoes? <laughs> and we go outside, just outside on the street in downtown Cleveland yeah, and say, go for it. how much would you sell those shoes for? Sounds like a Bill Ryan game for sure. <laughs> the company would have to back me up. They'd have to give me at least $1,000 for someone to sell their shoes. Like how much would somebody sell their shoes for? I have no I idea. Know. We're getting off track. This is the way my brain works. Uh, let's get back to the, the thing on, on hand. Is this weird? Like. Is it unusual for a complete stranger to go up to another stranger and ask to buy something? Especially a Louis Vuitton bag. Right. 216-474-0104. $650. I mean, it's a pretty penny. I'm not going to see a penny of that either. <laughs> Q104. Q104, Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. We were talking about how my wife... Uh, out of nowhere, this past weekend, a woman who was sitting next to my wife offered to buy my wife's Louis Vuitton bag. For how much money? Right now, I think that they've been texting back and forth. And right now, I think they've agreed on $650. I don't know if my wife is going to is gonna go through with it. But right now, I think $650 is on the table. It's not as, bad. As they negotiate back and forth over a Louis Vuitton bag. I did not really realize that... These Louis Vuitton bags were people were so much into them mm -hmm. that you would just strike up a conversation with a complete stranger at a basketball game and, and offer to buy the bag right. from that person. Katie from Akron just called in. Now, Katie, what are you in the market for these days? What are you, what are you trying to buy? What are you trying to sell? Katie, are you with us? Hello. Katie? <laughs> I don't know where she went. Okay, so Katie's not okay. there. Well, she's there, um, but she's not there. Uh, I'm going to have to give up. Katie, last time. Hello. Oh, there, there she you is. Are. Hi. Hi. There Sorry. you go. Were you, did you leave us on mute? Were you on mute? It was, yes. I apologize. You're all good. It's still early. What was um, the uh, what was it? What's the thing that you're in the market for? Like, what do you what do you are you trying to push something? Are you trying to buy something? What is it? Well, my daughter, my four-year-old daughter, is in the market for my old unboxed Barbies. Okay, so you have old unboxed Barbies in your possession. Yes, and I think she should play with them, but my father still thinks, you know, these are going to send me to college, even though I'm 40 years old. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they could send your daughter to college at this point, right? Right, so I need to know, like, is, like... Are we unboxing them or are we keeping them boxed? Who wants an art teacher unboxed Barbie? An art teacher Barbie. Have you yes. done any research to try to price things, uh, price these Barbies out? Or has your dad already done this? Is this why he's not allowing you to open up the Barbies? Uh, I did a quick Google search last night, and we're like 50 to $200. Okay. But then that's only if someone's willing to buy it, right? Right. right. Exactly right. Does your dad? Why did your dad? Why did your parents buy Barbies and then and then have Barbies that they didn't open up before this exact reason? Uh, I think these. I was a little bit older. I was in college to be an art teacher. Uh, Barbie came out with you know the heritage Barbies, so I have a Polish one. So I was out of the age of playing with them. Okay. They were so it was more, more of like, like a collectible at that point. Yeah, but at um, at in the laundry room, we've been talking about all these Christmas holiday Barbies that we were given and never allowed to unbox. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know. It's I don't an know. Interesting concept. If it was if the Barbie was two hundred dollars, I would probably sell that and then just buy the kid a brand new Barbie. I'd sell the one that's going to be worth the most. Right. I would think uh, the ones that you play with are the ones that aren't worth anything. This happened to. 
a friend of mine recently. Uh, Katie, you would enjoy this. Morgan, this is, I think, interesting. So my friend John, um, after his mom died, and he's cleaning out her closet, in the back of the closet, he found all of these Star Wars action figures. Mm -hmm. So what he realized after talking to his dad, that his mom would buy... Because back then, that those were huge for us. Like Luke Skywalker, action figures, Han Solo, the big Millennium Falcon. So she would buy these Star Wars collectibles, these action figures. She would buy two. One that he would play with. And one that you would keep. And then she saved the other one, and she never told anyone that she did it, except maybe, maybe her husband. And so when he got possession of these figurines, I think that he sold like one of these Luke Skywalker collectibles for like... Over two thousand dollars. What? Yeah, and I think he has, even has more stuff to sell. Good for him. So good for mom for Ka- thinking into the future. Katie, I think your your dad is on the right track about sell the expensive the the Barbies the collectible Barbies and they, they just buy a new one and, and that's what the kids can play with, yeah, right? And pocket the rest. Yeah. There you go. You Help- learn something new every day. Helpful tips to uh, to try to make you some more money around here, right? Just buy. Two of everything. <laughs> yeah. From here until the end of time. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now the Q Morning Show, Morgan and Bill. So if you want to fly to Las Vegas to go see Kelly Clarkson, there's no need to sell your Barbie collection. We have a chance for you to win a trip coming up after 9 this morning. Let's get into all things entertainment right now. Morgan has a Hollywood dirt sheet. The Golden Globes doubled last year's ratings, so it was a ratings win. CBS announced that the show averaged 9.4 million viewers, which is 50% more than last year. The network is also celebrating that it's the second largest CBS event ever streamed on Paramount+. Plus. This was the first year that CBS aired the awards show, so I think we have to change our opinion on the fact that we feel like nobody likes award shows anymore. 9.4 million, that's a lot. I believe though last year they only streamed the show on Peacock. Yeah. So I don't are they comparing it to the streaming numbers versus the the network numbers? That's interesting or are they can be comparing it to the last time it was on network television. We have to do some digging. That I don't know. Taylor Swift's Eras Tour is also breaking records. It's the highest grossing concert or documentary film of all time. It raked in a total of $261.6 million globally. Uh, AMC showed the film and its CEO says, On behalf of all of us at AMC Theaters, I send my congratulations and eternal gratitude to Taylor Swift for her remarkable and record-setting box office performance with Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour concert. Concert film. And Mel B says some Spice Girls news is on the way. Mel B, a.k.a. Melanie Brown, a.k.a. Sp- Scary Spice, revealed on Today with Hoda and Jenna yesterday that the Spice Girls will be releasing some really good news in about a few weeks. She also teed that it would involve all five members of the iconic girl group. 100% satisfied. And it's going to be the gift that keeps on giving Wait, without saying too much about it. Okay. I wonder how long it would take them to get ready for a tour. Like, could they do it this year, or would they have to wait until 2025? I don't know. I feel like they probably could do it this year if they wanted to start at the end of the year. Yeah, just throw it together. TBD. Anything else you need, Hollywood and more, is up at Q104.com. You can get it there and always on the free Odyssey app. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Waking you up. Bring me that smile in the morning. It's the Q Morning Show. You're wearing, like, a cowgirl shirt. (laughs) We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.